five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Carolinas, Georgia Pro Wrestling Report. I am your host, Heath Mulligan, and it is good to be with you today on this Monday, February 7th, 2022. I want to talk about Southern Honor. We're going to talk a little bit about Southern Fried. We're going to talk about uh, some things over the weekend that made some cards uh, change and what that could mean for wrestling in the area. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about Battle Zone, some other shows in the Carolinas, and what is coming up. Let me remind you, there is one place to get the most in-depth analysis of Georgia and Carolina's independent wrestling, and that is at patreon.com slash doubledropkick.com. Where pretty much every day of the week, you're going to hear behind the scenes news, you're going to hear rumors, you're going to hear analysis, you're going to hear uh, crowds and uh, gate receipts. You're going to hear a lot of information that you that, that there just is not anywhere else. Uh, so if you love independent wrestling and you want to get into the nitty gritty, if you want to get granular. As Jeff Jarrett says on his podcast, uh, this is uh, this is the place. So, Double Dropkick dot or excuse me, Patreon.com slash Double Dropkick. Of course, Double Dropkick is where you can listen to all of our shows, uh, as well as wherever you listen to fine podcasts. So, Southern Honor Crack Five Hundred, uh, as I predicted last week on Patreon, uh, right at about five oh seven. And this was a hot show from what I have been told. Uh, lots of heat. There are some people who have criticized Southern Honor for not booking heat. And I would challenge them to watch this show and, <laughs> and, and, and tell, me, tell me what's happening here. Lots of great matches. Lots of important matches here. Uh, you can watch Southern Honor on IWTV. Uh, AC Mack with his first defense of that IWTV world title against David Ali, two, two former friends, two guys who are no strangers to each other, but this is by far the high stakes match they've ever had. AC Mack with a successful uh, defense. A little bit more on David Ali in just a few minutes. Uh, two of the big stories uh, coming out. The unfortunate injury to Kevin Ryan during that tag team match uh, where he confirmed on social media a, a torn meniscus, perhaps a ruptured meniscus that re will require, require surgery. Uh, I tore my meniscus uh, probably over time, but playing golf December of 2020 is when I literally heard it uh, tear. And I've been functioning, you know, my doctor said, hey, uh, rehab is just as effective as surgery and other than you know some mobility issues I'm able to get around okay there's not a lot of pain but for somebody like Kevin Ryan a young man who's got his whole wrestling career ahead of him uh, 
you know, surgery is probably the way to go to get that thing fixed and get it back 100%. I'm not looking to get in a wrestling ring. I'm not looking to play professional anything. Uh, maybe cornhole, but I, I think I'm good on that. So, obviously, uh, our, our best wishes out to Kevin Ryan as he recovers. Kevin Ryan, a lot of people don't remember, was the very first Southern Honor heavyweight champion. Uh, has been involved in a lot of the big angles over the years in that company's history. And it was, it was also in the middle of some controversy with that promotion that, that uh, actually uh, ended up uh, working out for him and some other promotions as well. Uh, the other big story of the night was the tag team controversy as the lynch mob came out and just attacked everybody. Uh and eventually attacked general manager and owner Gary Lamb. Attacked him with chair shots, with a low blow, left him laying in the middle of the ring, and they were belted with trash. Uh, So, very curious to see what comes out of this. Uh, I'll be taking a deeper dive into uh, this particular angle, uh, Gary Lamb's involvement uh, Southern Honor just continues to just to hit home runs. I mean, crowd sizes, you know, three-time now, three-time promotion of the year and promoter of the year, and they don't show any signs of, of slowing down. I mean, you've got the big Mucha Lucha show coming up in March, March the 6th, that, you know, is going to draw a huge crowd, but Mucha Lucha is only running three or four times a year. So can they really put themselves in that promotion of the year, that promoter of the year category if, you know, if they're not running that much. But Southern Honor continues with the quality of their shows, the size of their crowds, the buzz that they're getting. They continue to to lead the way in Georgia wrestling. The great thing about Georgia wrestling is there's something for everybody. Uh, If you want you know, if you want that Southern style wrestling, you've got Southern Honor, you've got Southern Fright. If you want kind of the the modern technical wrestling, you know, you've got action wrestling as well. And then you've got in the Augusta area, you got Viral Pro Wrestling, uh, IW. Everybody's a little bit different. And that's good if you're a wrestling fan that there's, uh, there's different promotions you can check out. Also, Southern Honor... Uh, things continue to explode between Joe Black and Owen Knight. Uh, they started off the show. They both got counted out. They were forced to team on, team later in the show. And it looks like uh, coming up in March, uh, they're going to be settling their score in the steel cage. Uh, Joe Black. Uh, Joe Black coming off that back-to-back rest of the year. Uh, already had a presence in a lot of promotions and is now making his presence felt in, in other places as well. As it was announced Southern uh, Saturday night at Southern Fried, uh, David Ali was not able to be there. What uh, He is the Southern Fried heavyweight champion. He was not able to be there uh, due to being a part of the AEW Dark tapings that took place uh, at Universal Studios. Lots of area people involved in that. Ashton Starr, 
David Ali, who I just said, Anthony Henry, a young man who recently returned to the area, first trained at the Palmetto Wrestling Academy, and that is a young man known the Don. He also went out and trained at Seth Rollins School and is back in the area and has, a, has had a couple of spots, had a spot in uh, the Hills television show. So, uh, got a great opportunity there. And there were other names. If you go, uh, they asked people not to post spoilers. People, uh, people did post the matches that took place. And uh, two marathon sessions of 15 to 17 matches um, and and you know a lot of a lot of people getting multiple opportunities, uh, but it's good to see uh, local talent going down there. Again, don't know, uh, not sure what what the future holds. AEW continues to sign big names. They they've announced, and I'll eventually circle around to Southern Fried. They've announced you know Wednesday night against Isaiah Cassidy. Somebody's coming through the forbidden door. I don't think it's a forbidden door if the person's a free agent. And people have been speculating. I personally think uh, it's going to be Keith Lee, who would be cutting his honeymoon short, I guess, as he and, as he and Mia Yim got uh, married over the weekend. Back to Southern Fried. Uh, Southern Fried, uh, biggest crowd they've had in quite a while, 305. That's a good number for them. They continue to build uh, some momentum. Uh, the the breakup of the Sexton Alliance has kind of in the in the fallout of the Sexton versus Manders feud. You know, Todd Sexton and Billy Buck and Michael Judas teaming up. That is that's like the Georgia All Stars right there of the last ten years or so, maybe even more. Uh, and just the Southern Honor giving their fans what they want and what they expect from a pro wrestling show. And again, Southern Honor, or excuse me, Southern Fried scratches an itch for a lot of fans. And again, uh, there's there's space for multiple promotions in, in Georgia who are booking great talent but great angles. It was announced at this show that Joe Black will be challenging David Ali for that Southern Fried Heavyweight Championship. Joe Black, is he going to become the Southern Belt Collector? Already IWE Heavyweight Champion, never really lost, never lost the Southern Honor title. That's in his, uh, that's in his sights. He's got that Southern Fried Championship uh, now. Got it. Got that shot. And also um, is appearing at, at Southern Violence and Wrestling. So making his mark in, in multiple places around Georgia. And it looks like, it looks like, you know, Joe Black has parlayed that wrestle of the year or, or just what he's done over the last couple of years. Uh, he's getting shots at, at opportunity. He's getting shots at promotions. He hasn't worked at regularly before. And the question is, question I would ask, has Joe Black reached a level in Georgia uh, where he's a good guy that you can bring in uh, to wrestle one of your top stars? That he has reached that level 
and is known well enough by most fans because he's worked a lot of promotions that he has that legitimacy that he can come in and immediately get a, t- a title shot or immediately be in a top match. I think so. I think, you know, bringing Joe Black in to get a title shot or put him in against one of your top people, uh, that makes sense. It makes a lot more sense than bringing in someone uh, who who is not as well-known and giving them a title shot right off, right off the bat because you think everybody knows who they are, but they don't. Uh, so, again, a good weekend in uh, Georgia. Battle Zone. Saturday night drew a really good, uh, really good crowd, a good lively crowd. He had the return of Austin Jordan to Battle Zone Wrestling. Uh, he's had a few matches under his belt now, coming off that really devastating arm injury uh, last last year. Uh, in the main event, there you had Zuka King defending the Battle Zone United States Championship against Chase Emery. Uh, Boomer Payne handcuffed ringside to Perry James, the Carolina's manager of the year. Uh, however, uh, James's faction, we haven't given him a name yet, Myrick Moore, Derek Driver. Golly, that is a trio right there. Zuka King, Myrick Moore, Derek Driver. That's a crew that could run rough shot in any promotion. They were able to get James uh, able to get those handcuffs off of him, Azuki King able to to get that championship title, uh, hit the DDT uh, on the title uh, on Chase Emery, was able to to have a successful defense. That's what the record will show. Uh, hoping to get Perry James on here very very soon. As you know, he has bought time on this podcast, and uh, I am at your I serve at your leisure. Mr. James, and would love to talk with you again and hear, listen, I know this man never rests. He is never satisfied with success, and he is always looking to to build what looks to be an army. So South Carolina wrestlers and promotions uh, better keep their eyes open for what's going on. Ring Wars Carolina. Uh, look to also have a good crowd and a big show uh, up in North Carolina this weekend. Waiting on results of that. They post their videos on uh, YouTube. Uh, lots of promotions popping up here in the Carolinas at the start of the year. Uh, lots of pot, lots of wrestling podcasts <laughs> popping up uh, this time of the year. Uh, except no substitutes come to the original uh the Double Dropkick Show this month. Matter of fact, this week, celebrating seven years. Seven years of great wrestling content. 300-plus episodes. It's been an awesome ride with Mark Whitman. And I have loved, on the side, you know, in between our Double Dropkick recording sessions, covering uh, independent wrestling. It has been really great. And I've enjoyed it. Lots coming up this Friday night. Uh, APW Chester is back. If you've never been, if you live in the Carolinas and you've never been to a show at Chester, it is one of those places you've got to experience. It's a special place, a special venue. Not very big, 
but man, I think about the memorable matches and the people that have come through there, the people who have signed major contracts and uh, been on television, uh, and they continue to, to build and to do uh, great things. They're going to be back in action. They're every other Friday night uh, there in Chester. Uh, last week, PWX announced that March 26th, they're coming back with their X-16 tournament. They announced the first eight wrestlers for that. I had a lot to say about that on Patreon. Uh, and that's going to be very interesting. There were already multiple, 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 multiple shows announced for March 26th. And so it's going to be very interesting. There are a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers who are normally at PWX, who normally help out, who normally wrestle there, that are now either not going to be there or going to have to make a choice or change their booking. Again, card subject to change. It's not just a joke. It is a reality in in wrestling. It's just something that it's just something that happens. Also. Some interesting developments brought to my attention last night. I will definitely have a lot more to say about this on Patreon. As Palmetto Championship Wrestling uh, announced they've been on hiatus. They are coming back uh, in March at a new venue. And one of the people sharing that post was former owner of Palmetto Championship Wrestling, Shane Dorr. And one of the comments on that post was, Hey, are you are you coming back? And the reply was, Back and better than ever, with a winky face. Also former Palmetto Championship Wrestling ring announcer, Elliot Poston, also posted that he is coming back as the PCW ring announcer. Again, we're uh, looking for answers. As you know, uh, Shane Dorr had brought in uh, a couple of partners at the beginning of 2020. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. Uh, he, according you know, to some, he had sold his shares to Henry Sugars. But apparently, Shane Dorr is coming back. What does that mean for Henry Sugars? What's his involvement? Again, we're going to be asking those questions. We're we'll going to be trying to find all that stuff out. And you'll hear all about it first on patreon.com slash double dropkick. I got a lot, a lot to say about that. A lot of interesting things. A lot of dots we're connecting involving Palmetto Championship Wrestling. Uh, March is going to be a very busy month in the Carolinas again a lot of new promotions uh, popping up the American Wrestling League is one such league I've talked about them on Patreon they are having their first show at the Welford Pavilion which they've not uh, announced a lot of information other than that this is a VIP only event they've announced uh if you want to get on the waiting list for tickets, that they might have a few tickets available and they may not. But that this is a VIP only event. I've got some suspicions as to where and what the Welford Pavilion is. 
Uh, they put out a poster already announced on that show a pro wrestling union championship match Chase Emery uh, with Derek Vanderford defending against uh, Luca Daniels who is a young these are two young men both of them write their names down write their names down loads of potential they're doing the drives making the towns and uh, making an impact and they have already had amazing success here in the first couple of years of their careers and the sky's the limit uh, for both of those uh, young men uh, so the American Wrestling League they're starting up uh, oh who was the other one uh, Pro Wrestling Union they've announced they're coming back in uh, in March uh, three count will be back in March at a new venue that I'm very, very, very excited about. Uh, they have not announced that yet. I don't think so. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Although I will talk about it on uh, Patreon. There was one. There was one more. Uh, oh right. I'm so sorry. Patriotic Wrestling Federation. They've got two shows coming up in March. And featuring uh, one of them featuring the Hardy Boys in their first tag team match back in the Carolinas in a very, very long time. No word on who. Uh, no word on who they are wrestling yet. Uh, Ricky Steamboat will also be there. Demolition Axe, aka the Mass Set Superstar, aka Bill Eady, will also be there. Arn Anderson. I'm heard Brock Anderson will be. Uh, going one-on-one with someone he is very familiar with, someone he has trained with and trained against. And that, listen, if I could get to that show, I would get there based on that one match. Uh, You can also get meeting greets for the Hardys. All the information is on Patriotic Wrestling Federation's uh, Facebook, Facebook page and their website. Oh, and then finally, last but certainly not least, uh, AML had to cancel their, excuse me, had to postpone uh, their big January 30th show, uh, Active War Games, or excuse me, Art of War Games. Was it Active War Games? Doesn't matter. It's a freaking War Games. Had to postpone it because of the winter weather. And when when I saw the 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 announcement of the new date. Um, I I thought they were just running a different show uh, for the glory. But oh no, AML is going back-to-back weeks in February with that War Games show and then uh, the For the Glory show. AML is pulling out all the stops. Uh, sadly, Colby Carino not going to be a part of that War Games match. Uh, but that's going to be a really big deal. That's going to be a really great match. They have moved it uh, to the Benton Convention Center. Big venue. If you don't have your tickets yet for that, you need to get on that. Uh, they will honor all the tickets that were bought for January 30th. They will honor all of those tickets. Again, AML is... They they are coming for it. They are... Um, uh, again, it... it Sometimes you think, okay, you know, this promotion or that promotion, they're going to slow down or whatever. No, not AML. They could have easily just said, you know what? 
tough luck, you know, we had the storm and, and had to, you know, had to postpone and all that. We're, you know, we'll punt a show back a month. No, they are coming back to back shows, very aggressive. And I like it. I like it that they're uh, doing that. So again, if you are a fan of wrestling in the Carolinas, then there's just some great stuff happening. And let me add this. Let me close with this. If you have not, if you are in the Carolinas, if you're within driving distance of Columbia, South Carolina, and you've not gotten your tickets yet for that that March 30th AEW Dynamite show, may I suggest that you do that? That is going to be not going to give you any spoilers. Uh, I'll put it to you this way. It's not going to be on this level. Ric Flair came back to Greenville after he'd been out of WCW and the whole deal with Eric Bischoff. They reunited the Four Horsemen. It was in Greenville. I don't know why I didn't go. Don't know why that didn't cross my mind. Don't know why I didn't make the effort. I regret that. I've been been at some pretty cool wrestling events. I wish I'd have been at that one. Uh... There is definitely that sense of, you know, fear of missing out. Now, again, I'm 100% saying, not I'm not saying that what's going to happen on March 3rd is going to be on the level of that. But, um, I think it's going to be pretty special. And you should get your tickets for it. Uh, also, if you become a patron, patron between now and then, uh, we're going to try to meet up for dinner before the show. I'm pretty excited for that. It's always good to get together with the patrons and break bread. Uh, lots of good guys down there in the Columbia area that we keep in touch with. So, uh, again, if you want even more information, if you want even more analysis, if you want to get into the minutia of Carolinas and Georgia indie wrestling, patreon.com slash double drop kick. We drop episodes just about every day of the week. It is information it is it is content you're not going to find anywhere else. No one is going as deep as as I am, and I try to. A lot of other podcasts are great. Listen, I, I listen to a lot of the other podcasts in the area, and and they're really good. And a lot of those guys are really good friends of mine. Um, some of them much better than others. Some of them are, you know, some some of them are just. Uh, back patters. Hey, we're going to have you on my show, pat you on the back. There's nothing wrong with that. Listen, a different strokes are different folks. Um, so I encourage you to listen to, uh, if you, if you really want good analysis of, of, of a broad range of wrestling, uh, but guys who actually go to Georgia shows and talk about Georgia shows, uh, that's, uh, um, uh, Nick and Myron from the Tapped Out Show, Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast. I'm a patron of theirs. Great, great stuff. They do a lot of patron content too and uh, encourage you to check them out. So, hey, I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a great week. This has been Heath Mulliken. Stay tuned. Uh, We're seven years in. We got a lot more years we're going to do this thing. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And we'll see you soon.